0: Like people pay for OnlyFans, and some of those people might be pastors, they might be teachers, they might be your local dentist. You know what I'm saying? Like I I think there was some room to do something. <music> Yo, it's good voice Albury 706 This is KTSDF live episode 94. You got myself and Mark Sniffles here. Uh, we have a special guest coming on soon, but before it gets here, we're just gonna chop it up a little bit. Definitely just, shout out to everybody who watches us on the podcast. Drop a, a like on the YouTube. They probably need work on the YouTube more, but I'm kind of working on the Instagram thing. But I definitely shout out to you guys following on my Instagram. I clip the 200 follower mark. I always forget to like time or follow market on the podcast, but right uh, now I'm at 225. So definitely growth there. I appreciate my guys in there with the Halo content and Elden Ring content. Sneaker content, so if you like that type of stuff, definitely throw me a follow. It's all up there, unlike toxic
1: ass Twitter. So, uh,
0: Marcus, what's good with you?
1: Chilling, watching the uh, watching the Lakers probably get a their backs blown out by the Warriors here pretty soon. They're, I mean, they're hanging in right now because it's still early, but I read that uh, Russell Westbrook has a forty-plus million dollar player player option this off The Lakers are down bad. They're going to be down bad this year and next year because there's no chance in hell that nigga turns that down. He's taking that $40 million. As he should. As he should. (laughs) As he should. But, man. That's the (laughs) the bed
0: they made and they go out to sleep. Yeah,
1: that, like, LeBron and LeBron, the GM, might have just heard a sip trying to dunk. But LeBron, the GM, is going to prevent LeBron, the player, from getting his fifth ring. Like, that's what it is at this point. It's a wrap.
0: Yep. I mean... Nobody thought that when they got LeBron and AD, that it would only be like kind of an anomaly championship in the bubble. Which, again, everybody talks about asterisks in sports. That one might truly have to be like an asterisk, just because there's a lot of players that played at a character in the bubble for what it's worth. So, um, yeah, it doesn't make sense that they're probably barely going to make the playoffs and only win one championship with that dynamic duo. But I might have to put a lot of the weight on AD for not stepping up and being an alpha male on that team and getting it done. So, you yeah, know, it is what it is. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I had no transition for that. I was going to say, speaking of alpha males, uh, the Book of Boba Fett. I guess <laughs> even an alpha male on the show, on, on a bad show, even though, like, at the end, The Mandalorian and Grogu kind of stole the show. Like, I almost forgot it was The Book of Boba Fett. I'm like, oh, this is just, you know, a prequel to The Mandalorian. But... We talked about Boba Fett earlier, but we didn't really do spoilers. Uh, Marcus definitely wants to, to drive the the card on this one because, like I, I said from the beginning, the show looked low-key, like poor, like, like a poor man's Mandalorians. Like they didn't put the same budget into it. Like if you look at the first episode of The Mandalorian versus the first episode of Book of Boba Fett, it looks like two completely different shows. And I, I don't understand if you're just going to waste that money on Boba Fett, just save that money for The Mandalorian Season 3, like. Why are you wasting my time, wasting money?
1: Yeah, that that's factual. Like, I feel like Disney is being a little bit lazy with what they were doing with the book of Boba Fett, where they're just like they saw the success of the Mandalorian and felt like they could just do whatever, just put any old thing out there, and people would watch it because it's Star Wars, because it's Boba Fett. And Boba Fett is one of the more popular characters in star wars history for especially for someone that doesn't say anything like he said maybe five words in the two movies that he was in and emperor strikes back and return of the jedi like he didn't say much but it's a thing where sometimes it's it's better to not say something and let people assume that you're cool than open your mouth and to prove people wrong and that's kind of what disney did with the book of boba fett boba fett was one of the more like popular characters because he didn't really speak that much because he didn't say a lot of things. And now that he had an opportunity to carry a show, it was just like, wow, this character is not that interesting or they're not making him interesting. Like he go, he falls into the, to the pit and he gets out. He does the thing with the, uh, he joins the, the, the sand people. And I I thought that was interesting that there was something interesting there. But once he moved on from that, once you know the people got killed, it was just like, okay, so what is your point? What is your purpose now? Because before this, you were a bounty hunter, and you know, you were just on this whole thing of like, hey, I, I don't want, I don't want to go out and take these jobs from other people and put myself at risk. Which is like, I get that, but you go back to Jabba's palace, and you're just like, okay, I'm gonna be the guy now. I'm gonna be the crime lord but you're the crime lord who doesn't commit any crimes who doesn't want to do anything bad and it's just like you can't that's not possible if you're not going to do that then just leave don't try to fill that void that Boba that uh job at hot left and not actually do the job to be the the crime lord of that area and i just didn't i didn't buy the whole well, I'm just gonna just be a leader in this area. Like, for what? You're not. Are you from there? Is he from Tatooine? Like, what is this obsession with this planet that you're not from? That you have no connection to? Why do you feel this need to protect it? Why not just you got out of the Snorlax pit? You know, you were out here with the, the Tuscan people. You taught them how to do whatever. Um, you, you know, they ended up getting killed. Like, it would have been interesting if that was the entire story. Like, he's out here trying to get revenge for his people getting killed. Like, yeah, he killed the bikers that he that he thought killed the people, but he should have taken a step forward, took it a step further, like, okay, who hired you guys to kill my people? Why did you guys do this? Follow that trail and then actually be the anti-hero. Don't be like just and he he's trying to be a hero, but he's not even interesting. He's it's like he's just a boring character. Like make him what he what what we He's a bounty hunter. Like have him out here either doing some bounty hunting, or make him be a crime lord. Like have him going out here, taking over and filling that void that Boba that I don't know why I keep saying that. Go out there and fill that void that Jabba the Hut left. Go to these people and like, hey, I need my tribute now. Start blasting folks. Let these people know that you need business. Because why not?
0: Well, because he's a sixty one year old man. Like, I don't like the casting, I don't like the character, I don't like his
1: face. Like, I,
0: I just don't like anything about this show. I'm trying to see if they're doing a season two, because I hope not. Like, just let this be what it is. Like, let's see, will it be a season two? Uh it says isn't out of the question according to showknob.com, but like you're not missing out on anything like this. I hope it's just a one-off. Just just let it be what it is. Shout out to King Quest in the in the comments. He's asking us when we're gonna talk about uh Mr. Booger Sugar okay. Carlton on uh, Bel Air. So i might have to have to uh, eat some crow or uh, kind of retract my statements on Twitter. When I saw the trailer for this show, this wasn't a topic, but it is now, I was like, you know what? Keep that shit, dog. Like, where's the originality in Hollywood? Why are we remaking shows? I'm not going to lie. The Fresh Prince was kind of mid to me, to be honest. Like, it was cool. It was there. But I don't ever remember, like, just like really being like super entertained by the freshmen. It's like, it's like, Oh, it's like kind of just something to watch in the background. It's Like, all right, cool. But it wasn't nothing like spectacular in my opinion. I went to the barbershop today and it was on the TV. And like from the stuff I'm hearing on the internet, it sounds, it sounds kind of good. I'm not going to lie. It sounds kind of interesting with the, the different spin they put on the show. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I started out in Philly and then making his way to LA, like, and how they kind of changed the characters. Apparently like, Jeffrey's like an assassin or something like that I don't know, I'm hearing some wild shit about this show which is which is kind of intriguing I'm not going to lie, it's kind of intriguing
1: it, it it It's kind of intriguing but there's also moments where like Twitter will tell me that a show is good and that it actually sucks that's what happened with PowerBook and pretty much all the things that 50 Cent is doing with TV like apparently the Tommy show isn't as good so I, I haven't checked that out yet I, I, I'm going to wait until all mm-hmm. those are over like I, I'm going to check those out but it's just like Twitter recommendations for TV isn't all that good because the bar is pretty low for what Twitter views as good TV. So yeah. that, that, that's just my thing.
0: I mean, I've also been off, off Twitter as well. So um, yeah, I, I, I jump in here and there, but uh, oh shit, we got to add one more topic. Don't don't forget to talk about the Righteous gemstones. I, like, I finally watched the finale. And I want to talk about that. So let's go to Euphoria. Uh, oh, if God. you watched last week's episode, <laughs> Uh, Negro Domus himself, I accurately pr- predicted one of the main uh, plot points of the story. I don't know how you didn't see that coming, like it. So I predicted that fucking Ashtray would get killed off, and Marcus vehemently disagreed with me, saying he would take that bet. And I was wrong, and or he was wrong, and I was one hundred percent right. It, like, there's no reason to kill Fesco and leave Ashtray. He he literally doesn't talk. Like, we're not Man. gonna fuck out an Ashtray story, dog. Like, who are your parents?
1: They like, did. They- Okay, my okay, my thing is yes, I was wrong, but the way and what I said last week is that if they were to kill Astray off, it wouldn't feel like the emotional weight wouldn't be there. The way it was shot, he did a great job as far as making us feel like, okay, this this death matters. Like this kid really matters. They did a lot of slow motion stuff, a lot of like it was a very intense few minutes for that kid, and it's just like It was more so about Fesco's reaction that that made uh, Ashtray's death a lot more uh, personal or more emotional, but I still stand by my statement. I just don't, the way it was shot, it means something, but come season three, no one's going to be like, damn, RIP Ashtray, like that was a heavy, you know, a heavy ass thing we had to deal with last year.
0: Well, well, let's talk about the, the final episode of season two.
1: A lot of a lot of holes. <laughs> well, not well, not a lot, but there's one big hole.
0: Yeah. So if you're if you're keeping score, um, with with Euphoria, there was a lot of not a lot of storylines. There was some storylines that were kind of ignored. I'm um, gonna have to go back into the, the crystal ball and predict uh, what I think will possibly happen. Um, <clears throat> I think uh, so. Beginning of the episode started with finishing uh what was her name? Lori Lexi's play. Damn. Yeah, finishing Lexi's play. Uh her sister obviously did not like what was going on, uh, Maddie, because it was essentially uh her putting out her friends' business for the entire school body to see. So she went on stage and started wilding out, you know. And then fucking her homegirl. I know none of these people's names when I'm talking about this podcast. I sound terrible, but um, <laughs> the old mexican or the old hispanic lady went up there and beat her ass or whatever <laughs> the show continued yada 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 uh i was talking about like your worst cow last week well cal is like i said somewhere <laughs> with a bunch of uh people you know maybe with oil on their chest doing wild stuff drinking having a good time and uh his son nate goes to kind of settle the score he brings a gun um, doesn't use it. I don't even think he pulled it out. I, like, it was oh, interesting yeah, writing to, to dramatize it, I guess, but he essentially went on there and snitched on his dad. What's up, Lose? Yeah, Maddie and Cassie. Dog. I'd I be looking at these characters like, oh, this is cool, but their names are just like they're not memorable to me at all. But So, Nate snitched on his dad for being the wild, fucking pedophile, sicko, porno man. Uh, so, he's going to jail, which... He probably might like, possibly. He likes to fight. You know, he likes, you know, man butt. So um, <laughs> he might be in there tussling, having a good old time. That's you know, that's what he's into. Um, so <clears throat> you get to the end of the episode. They they do the whole play shit, whatever, 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 whatever. whatever. You guys Zendaya talking about like, oh, she's going around apologizing to some people, kind of making making amends or whatever. But. The big part, and I, I just get right past the fucking big part. So, the whole Fezco ashtray scene. So, of course, there's drug dealers. Somebody's coming in there to kind of like snitch, probably wearing a wire. Um, the weird looking girl with the lip fillers kind of tips off Fez. What's going on? Um, I need to figure out what's up with that character. Like, I want, does she look like that in real life, or is that like no. just for a TV
1: show? She That's wants- just for the TV show.
0: Okay, because lips she, don't look like that. She, she might need some help.
1: <laughs> but I don't know how they did that. Though. <laughs> I'm like, why? I think I understand why because it, it it is something that stands out. But that is very weird to do that to like without any explanation, Just like <laughs> this is just what her face looks like. Sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, she looks mad dirty. But uh, so yeah, feathers come in. You know, Ashray kind of. Gets when something is gone awry, and like yes, Lucy, she looks like the lady from American Dad. I saw that tweet as well, um, but like for whatever reason, Ashtray decides to put a knife in this dude's neck. I'm like, I I didn't I didn't understand that.
1: Like, I didn't think he needed to go that far. Yeah,
0: this is like yo. So you sense there's something wrong.
1: The girl the, story. You, the girl. the girl just tells you to just stop talking. That's what she did. She drops the glass, so she bends down and she's just like, "Don't say nothing." My my thing was is that okay at that point, the dude is trying to get Fesco to say something. He's trying to get them. He's trying to get them to admit that they killed Mouse or they know who killed Mouse. That's the guy that died, the drug dealer from season one. He's trying to get them to admit that. My thing is, one, why did and ashtray killed mouse last season my thing is why did ashtray the need to kill this guy number two if if fesco just doesn't say anything and just walks out of the house and goes to the play do the police stop him are they arrest like what happens because they have nothing they don't know he did it just i don't just be like nah bro i don't know what you're talking about just keep it keep it moving just walk out of the house well, yeah. like, that's that's what that would that's what my question would have been like. Are would would he have been stopped if he would have just kept walking? If he had just left the house?
0: Well, because like Ashtray escalated the entire situation for no reason. No and reason. And then after that, he continued to escalate the situation by becoming Scarface. Like you're you're fucking pistol whipping your brother. You're locking yourself in a bathroom with. Various weapons, I'm sure that the, the 2A folks love that scene like, yo, you're not going to take my guns and my freedom and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, like, Ashtray is like the, the fucking super gremlin, dog. Like, that hey. man, <laughs> that man fake like he was shot and <laughs> put them, yeah. I'm like, I guess if you can go out, go out with a bang. But, like, dog, you could have. I don't even think Fesco, what is he like, 12 or 13? Like, you. Not Fesco. I'm sorry, Ashtray. See, I don't know none of these characters. (laughs) I like the show, but I just said, yeah. So, yeah, he's like, he's under 18. He's a minor. He's not going to jail. Like, he's going to, like, a halfway house for a little while. But, like, he literally threw his life away for no reason.
1: No reason.
0: No reason. Even if Fesco like, faked that he committed the murder, I'm sure they did some CSI stuff like, yo, dog, like this the trajectory of the knife and his hand size and his weight would have made a bigger hole or something like that and like yo it wasn't it wasn't you and a lawyer probably would advise him the same thing like yo is a minor he can take the plea you can be like hey he was you know essentially raised by another child had no par- parental guidance and he'd have been out he would have been out in a couple of years and life would have went on but he decided to You know, go John Wick on them boys and then get fucking clapped up. So,
1: there's just they just this show always takes everything to the extreme. There is no middle ground, there is no like, oh, well, let's just try to figure that like, just start trying to talk this out. Maybe not go full speed ahead. Maybe, you know, just let's go the speed limit. It's either we're going 100 miles an hour in the school zone or we're just sitting in park and we're not going anywhere. Like, you have this man stab this dude in the neck. For what? For why?
0: Yeah, that doesn't. Like, so You've created another. Now you have a body, and you have blood everywhere. You, you're creating problems.
1: You're making things worse. Yeah, exactly. You're making like, things worse than what it what it should be. So where's
0: where's the impulse control? So off that, you know, whatever he shoots, Fez, Fez on the ground, yelling and shit. So they literally just leave that scene alone. They'll come back to it. And then you got fucking uh, Rue talking about like, yo, I finished my whole senior year clean and all that stuff.
1: Okay. Wait, about that part. There was at the end of the the end of the show when she was saying all that, she was like, oh, yeah, I spent the rest of the year clean. But it wasn't it wasn't my choice. I I think that was said purposely because there had to be something had to happen. Like, you don't say that out of for no reason that that. There's well, gotta be
0: some meaning. This, so this is what I think. So I, I know you said that um you, per, you you were saying, like, hey, this show can't go so many seasons once they leave high school. I don't know what grade they're in, right? Are they juniors, sophomores, I, how I don't know how old these people are. Let's say let's say they're seniors, right? Not they're probably not seniors, they're probably juniors. So and this ties into Killing ashtray. So what I think they did was I think they pulled the old anime time skippero, right? this season really quickly and next season they're going to go back and revisit the ten thousand dollars that mysteriously ten thousand dollars in drugs that mysteriously wasn't paid all right i think they're gonna double back like hey you know we left off hey guys remember that ten thousand dollars it it drugs that got flushed down the toilet well here's how this worked out then they're gonna show whatever happened to fez if he's going to jail or whatever. I think they're just going to double back and just recycle the rest of this season so they can be in high school an additional year. And then I think the last season of the show will be them graduating and going to college. So you have to kill Astray because he's like young and he's kind of short. So he's going to grow older because they take three years to film a season. So yeah, you got to get him out of here. So I think they're going to double back on this season, resolve the $10,000, and then the final season will be like, oh, will Rue stay clean? Will she find love? Yada yada yada, some some fucking predictable shit. That's that's my prediction, so
1: uh I kind of feel like someone else has to get get clapped, not clapped, but someone else has to fall off of the show. And I think it's gotta be a main character. If 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 they want to push the show for like a you know third and fourth season, I think one of the, the main characters has to go. I think it seems... I, I, and I guess it, it can't be Rue because she's the narrator of the whole thing, so they can't really kill her off. But I don't know, man. I I mean,
0: I thought this season it could have been Nate Jacobs, but he's apparently got his life together. So,
1: and honestly, the way this season ended, outside of the uh, the drug dealer story arc, this could have been the last episode because I mean, there isn't like outside of there isn't really anything as far as I guess character arcs that need to be, um fulfilled I guess because like if you go by what Rue is saying like Rue is a manager character so apparently she went through she made her amends with everybody she apologized all that stuff she said she stayed clean so it's like at least for her what else is there for her to do next season where else is there for her character to grow and at this point it doesn't seem like there's anything else for her to do there's what else can change it is it just gonna be okay. She relapses again, and we're gonna do that. Like we're gonna tell that story again. Like how many times can we do that? You know, her and um Jules, they're they're not together anymore, but they they have some sort of closure. Um, they didn't really give her sister much time uh in the show, so there's really not much to go there. Um I think Maddie and uh What's the other? Maddie and Cassie, they kind of have an understanding of where where Cassie's at with Nate. So it's just like, I mean, what else are we gonna do? What else is there to really talk about?
0: Cat and her like OnlyFans thing. I thought they're gonna. They just kind of gave up on that storyline.
1: Well, they, I, I like
0: I, a short blip of it, but like.
1: Well, there was that, a thing with the uh between that actress and the director. Um It was a there was an issue between those two, like an off off this behind the scenes type of thing where the director I guess wanted um let me try to find out the act uh Barbie for I can't say her name last name Forever. but yeah the guy the, the lady that plays cat he wanted her to have like an eating disorder this season and I guess she didn't approve of that like if you watch a lot of the behind the scenes and like YouTube things about this show there's a lot of moments where, like, the director, the creator of the show comes in with an idea or a storyline or, or whatever. And the actors are just like, no, nah, we don't want to do this. And he would, he'll, he'll just change it and just not do it. And so this might have been one of those things where it was just like, hey, I want this character to have this, this issue. And the actor was like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. So he, he essentially almost wrote her off of the show. Like she didn't do anything.
0: Yeah, she was kind of a background. She character. was
1: a parrot for Maddie, <laughs> essentially. Like, she just yeah. walked around Maddie the entire season because the storyline that was meant for her, she didn't want to do. So that that's that kind of sucks because I thought that I thought that character was pretty interesting last season. But
0: well, that's kind of lazy writing. Let's give the the bigger girl an eater, eating disorder. Like,
1: come on, it's kind of predictable. That's what I'm saying. Maybe that's especially going from where she was at last season. Like, getting. Maybe maybe I'm not remembering how last season ended, but she was she gained a lot of confidence from doing the the cam girl stuff. So she it wasn't like she felt bad about how she looked. So why would she have an eating disorder? That doesn't make any sense. Why would she feel bad about her body when people are paying her money? She's getting all these views for how she looks.
0: Yeah, I was like, maybe I don't know. She'd use that money and buy like how she was kind of if I do remember because they you know waited four years to make the second season, but she was kind of living a little bit lavishly. I wanted to see her like maybe you know show up to school and like a Range Rover and people question like where are you getting this money from, or maybe like a faculty member recognizing her from you know the cam videos, and then it's like some weird tension like yo. You know, I know, you know, I know, you know, that you're on the the, the screen being nasty, but, like, you're paying for it, so, like, you can't say anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, they could have did something. That would have been kind of interesting. I I think that would have been more interesting than the eating this water. It would have been a little bit predictable, but, I mean, I think it would have shed light on, like, how, you know, the real world is. Like, there are, like, people pay for OnlyFans, and some of those people might be pastors. They might be teachers. They might be your local dentist. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I think there was some room to do something
1: with that yeah so if she's if she's doing the cam thing there could have been a story where she you know someone joins her room and it's like you said it's like a teacher or uh one of her friends dads or something it's like someone that she goes where it's just like okay you can't be here like you're married to my friend's mom type deal and it's just like now there's this tension like so she goes into a room and it's, uh, Ellie, what's her boyfriend's name, Elliot? Yeah. Elliot's, Elliot's dad is in there. So now every time you go see your boyfriend, your boyfriend's dad was being nasty in the chat room last night. So now there's mm-hmm. some sort of tension there. And maybe that's the reason why she breaks up with him as opposed to just, oh, he's too night. Like, I didn't understand that storyline either. It was just like, I just don't want to be with him because I don't feel anything, even though he's... Her, I don't. That was
0: yeah. So they should hire us for season. <laughs> I I work for you know. Just give me like I don't know. Give me like twenty thousand dollars, man. I work remotely. I ain't even gotta be on set. Just nah, you no know, Don't. Yeah, that's whack. Don't do that.
1: <laughs> don't, don't hire me because I'd have killed off Rue this season. Rue would Rue wouldn't have survived the season. This last season would have ended with Rue getting snatched up in a van. And that's it. It's well, like that's what I thought that's
0: what I thought was gonna happen. Like I thought they're gonna, you know, she was gonna be walking out to school and someone's gonna bag over her head. <laughs> and me out of there. I was like, oh shit, like this is But a- it would have made sense though. Like nope, she went home, kicked her feet up, watched Cartoon Network or something like that. Like, yo, this is yeah, they're 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 doing some like Game of Thrones level negligence at this point. And I'm I'm not liking it. Game of Thrones.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm not liking. Her. Well, at least Game of Thrones, the first like six seasons were elite. I don't know if I could say this the same about uh, Euphoria as far as like the first season and like season one was great, but season two was kind of. Uh, there was some there were some holes in, in this in the story i can't tell if he's frozen or for this is my computer i don't know what's going on here he's not he's not moving so um what i will say kind of going back to uh, the book of boba fett i thought it was kind of uh, i thought it was kind of lame that season the season two of the mandalorian ended with uh Grogu being taken by Luke Skywalker, and that was like a pretty big moment of it. <laughs> He owes people money again. Uh, Grogu uh, getting taken by Luke Skywalker. And it's just like, that was a big emotional moment for uh, the Mandalorian, because as you know, the Mandalorian cannot take his, his helmet off. Like that's a big deal for him. And for him to take it off just to tell Grogu like, hey, I'm going to leave you with Luke Skywalker, and this is pretty much the last time we're going to see each other. That's a big emotional moment for, uh, for, that, for both of those characters and for the audience. So for people that are fans of The Mandalorian to have to sit through five mediocre episodes of The Book of Boba Fett just for The Mandalorian and um, Grogu to get back together after one episode is, is pretty lazy to me because it kind of takes away the weight of that moment um i don't know if anybody watches uh, stranger things but at the end of the last season uh, a main character appeared to be killed and and died in that show and it was a pretty heavy moment and it's like okay they just killed off a main character this is a big deal this hurts this is the ramifications of this death are going to be felt for at least a few episodes And when the show came back with the trailer, that um, character that was dead is shown in the trailer. That's the first thing you see. So it's just like, okay, so did that death actually matter? Because we know he's not dead. Like you guys spent all all that time in that episode, you know, showing like, hey, this guy is sacrificing himself for the greater good he is trying to do the right thing and he knows that he's going to die and we know he's going to die and that's what makes it more emotional and for them to just be like oh no he's back he's back don't worry about it that like all that all those emotions you just went through don't worry about it guys we're bringing them right back and I hate when TV shows do that like if you're going to if you're going to like have characters lose or characters die or characters suffer then we as an audience need to have some time to deal with that and to live with that and to try to like almost try to process it in a way. Cause like, it's almost, um, so if you watch like Avengers Infinity War, where at the end, all the characters or half of the characters are gone. And in the back of your mind, you know, like, hey, you know, that is coming back. Uh, Bucky's gonna come back. Spider-Man is going to come back because we know there's a new Spider-Man movie coming. But if you would have turned, if they would have came back with a uh, Avengers Endgame trailer and you see Spider-Man and Black Panther in that trailer, it's almost like it dismisses those deaths and makes it seem like it didn't matter that much. And that's kind of the same thing with with what happened with uh, the Book of Boba Fett where they're just like, yeah, that was a big emotional moment of Grogu and The Mandalorian saying goodbye, but now they're back. So you don't have to worry about it. like if you did not want to watch the Book of Boba Fett but you but you were a fan of the Mandalorian, the Book of Boba Fett forces you to watch that show to get closure in that area. And that's pretty that's pretty lame actually. Like that's that's pretty lame.
0: Yeah, but it's the more lame part is that again, I, I don't know if I said this before, but I'm gonna say it again. Disney's a bunch of cowards. Grogu is ruining the show. He is the Steve Urkel equivalent of Family Matters. He's just taken over the show. It, it Nobody cares about the Mandalorian. Like, get him out of here, man.
1: It would. It could work if they didn't immediately put them back together. That's the thing. If they would have came back, Mandalorian season three, and like you could clearly see that the Mandalorian kind of went back to his old ways. Like he went into that place taking like getting bodies like he was like nah this is you you can either come in uh hot or come in cold and he cut that nigga in half like he wasn't playing around there was no let me try to talk this out and that was you could see how different he was with Grogu and without Grogu with Grogu he was a little bit more patient he kind of took his time with people he wasn't as brutal so if they would have if they come back with Mandalorian season three and they're not together and you kind of see mando kind of going down this darker path where it's just like yo he's just out here killing people with no regards he doesn't care anymore he doesn't feel like he has anything to live for outside of the creed and then you kind of bring like have mando and grogu on some sort of path where it's just like mando is kind of on a downward trajectory mentally and grogu is getting better at uh controlling his powers and being a a jedi or doing all these things at some point you know five or six episodes in they come together and you can do it that way but to have them come together immediately that fast is
0: it's cheesy and he wants to be a pet like he showed up and i'm like yo you did all this jedi training and you're still worthless like you don't want to do anything you Just want to hang out and be petted and be coddled and eat frogs, like nah, man, he,
1: helped, he helped he helped with the robot.
0: Barely. Barely. He did what he could. <laughs> barely. And that's why you need to stay and, and be with your people. Cause again, you just want to be a pet. You don't want to you don't want to contribute to a mission. You're just out here hanging
1: out. He could have been out there a little bit longer. He could have did a little bit more with Luke Skywalker. Maybe shown him trying to get back to, to Mando. Maybe he goes, he Ends up on a different, like, there is a way for this show to work with Grogu in it without it just being, you know, uh, the Mandalorian and Grogu hand in hand as like a buddy cop duo. Like, I don't, it, it didn't need to be that. They could have shown these characters as individuals a little bit more and let them grow on, on their own before just bringing them right back together. Yeah,
0: but I I guess, I mean, people are going to still show up <clears throat> because of Grogu, so, I mean, God bless, but I, I hope, because you can't do that, you can't kidnap him anymore, like, he, we've already done that song and dance, so maybe <clears throat> maybe he'll learn the ways of the Mandalorian, but like, he's little, he can't swing a gun, he can't swing a sword, like, you're just out here, so, but, anyway. I hope Disney gets it together. Um, Need more content from them, but kind of transitioning to another kind of blockbuster character. Uh, I said this on the podcast last week. Uh, There wasn't too much hype and excitement for The Batman, which actually looks pretty good. I haven't got to see it. I plan on seeing it today until I saw it was three hours long. And I was like, yeah, I can't really swing that right now. Um, But Marcus checked it out. He's going to give a spoiler free, I guess, review of the show or the movie. Again, and even with this, I kind of really don't care about spoilers because I'm not super invested in the Batman or the DCEU because their movies don't really, uh, there's no continuity between them. Like, for example, with uh, Doctor Strange, I'm not watching any trailers. I'm not watching anything on that on that movie because I'm invested in that franchise. So whenever it comes out, I'm going to be excited to see whatever I see without any expectations. So uh, Marcus, let us know how the, the movie went down. Um, I thought it was a very...
1: It was a excellent movie um i think what i think this this direction that dc is going where they're just like hey here's just the joker movie and that's it there's no connection there's no you need to see this other movie before you see this one and after you see this one you got to go see this one there's none of that it's just here's one standalone movie film story and just take this and that's what they did with this batman movie where it's just like this is the story of Bruce Wayne being the Batman, like early Bruce Wayne, like he's, they'll, they'll tell you, he's only been Batman for two years in this movie. So you're kind of seeing like the early stages of like him trying to, he's still trying to figure things out. Like he's not a, a perfect hero. Like he's not a polished hero. And I, and that was uh I thought that was a, it was good to see that from a hero. Cause you, you rarely see that in superhero movies for the mo- most of the times. You know, heroes are just like, oh well, I know what to do. I'm just gonna go ahead and just knock this out, figure it out, solve this problem, no no issues. Um did it need to be three hours? Probably not. You know, you don't they don't always have to be you, you don't always need that amount of time to tell a story, but it, it wasn't I feel like they didn't like waste time, if that even makes sense. Like the extra stuff they had in there wasn't bad but it just didn't need to be that long. Um I will say the person that played the villain did a did a great job. The guy that plays the riddler, he did a great job. The cat the whole cast was like spot on. But uh as far as that guy losing sleep, he didn't do that good of a job. Like, he wasn't, like take I, that
0: yeah, I, I, I'm like, "Yo, don't get y'all sell tickets, but stop.
1: Yeah, i like, "Yeah, bro, go ahead and take that nap." Um but uh, another thing, and I, I kind of wish this is a thing that this is kind of the problem that people have with uh, and I, I, I'm doing the lazy thing where we compare DC and Marvel but DC's PG-13 is not the same as uh, Marvel's PG-13 and I kind of, I would like to see like Thor or Doctor Strange have that same type of PG-13 rating that DC used on this movie because there was a couple, there was a couple moments where I was like is this movie rated R or PG 13? I I I had some questions <laughs> with some of the language, how certain things, some of the suggestive uh, scenes in that movie were just like, okay, this is this is PG 13, right? Like this is this is not R. Like, let me go check. Because there's a couple parts where I was like, I don't know how they got away with that, but I I I feel like Marvel needs to push the boundaries a little bit with their movies when it comes to, to that aspect. But uh, all in all, I thought the movie was great. Um, I don't want to I don't want to compare it to the to the Dark Knight trilogy or any of the other ones because it's it's only just one movie. Um, we'll see if they do a, a sequel. But uh, yeah, I don't want to I don't want to give too much as far as anything else with it. But it was it's a great movie. I think uh, if you if you like movies, you should like this movie.
0: Yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm going to check it out. Just like I said, I saw like three hours. Like, yeah, I got to get this haircut. And <laughs> I really don't feel like uh, doing anything else after that. I'm not going to lie. But, yeah, <clears throat> I, I, I have I have mid expectations for it. Like, again, the trailers I saw looked impressive. So, <clears throat> I ain't going to complain about it. What the heck? Oh, so let's see. Maybe shit. Savage might be joining, but I'm sorry, Tech Messiah, whatever his name is. I don't know where our guest is at, but you know, maybe he got snatched up. But uh, we'll press forward. Uh, I finished the uh, Genius documentary today. That was part of my assignment for the day, Uh, because I was like, yeah, I can't, I can't do the Yay doc and go see a three-hour movie. Like I got, I got shit I gotta do. So, but um the last part i guess it kind of makes sense from the standpoint that we were kind of curious why all the time uh hold on why all the time passed or whatever um hold on let me see if i get the guest on real quick
1: I will say Robert Pattinson is a pretty good actor. Uh I haven't I haven't really seen a lot of movies. Honestly, I've only seen one movie with him in it outside of the the Batman and I saw the uh I watched the last Twilight movie and I didn't I didn't do that on purpose. Like I perp- I went into to that movie being like, "Okay, I'm going to see what the Twilight hype is all about." And I messed around and like halfway through the movie, I realized I was watching the very last one and I was like god damn it and I just went and finished it it was was pretty good
0: that's the best one the the rest of those movies are terrible terrible acting (laughs) it's it's all bad
1: the only reason I want to go back and watch the first two is I'm curious to see as to why Edward and Jacob were fawning over Bella the way they were like she was the most mid-looking character in that entire movie series and like why is everybody So enamored with that character, I just didn't understand. Like, I don't, what is it with her that you, you want, you've been living for eternity and you want the most basic white girl in the, in wherever, whatever state they're in? Like, come on, dog, you can do better than that. You're worth more than that.
0: Right. That ties into the whole thing with the show, the whole movie just being horrible. Like, it's, it's (laughs) terrible. Um, actually, uh, Robert Patterson is a, uh, kind of a extra plus character in uh Harry Potter the Goblet of Fire I think. I was like, "Oh, that's that's the Twilight dude right there." Yeah. He's in Harry huh. Potter.
1: Yeah. I've never seen any of the Harry Potter movies. either. <laughs> the
0: Harry Potter franchise is 1000% better than the Twilight series. Those are yeah, good, those are good movies.
1: There's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of things and series that I do want to watch, and that's that's why I started watching Game of Thrones because it was like I'm gonna watch uh, the Lord of the Rings movies, and it turned out those movies are like three hours, three and a half hours long, and I was like, all right, I'll, I'll just watch Game of Thrones instead. Like, the time kind of just threw me off, and I just didn't want to sit through um, three three and a half hour long movies at the time, so.
0: Yeah, I I watched them at some point. I don't remember a single thing about them, so um God bless it. Where does this do that? Let me see.
1: I will say that the uh the Lakers were winning this game and now they're currently down by like nine points. So yeah. If I'm if I'm LeBron, man, I'm I'm pissed at myself. Like this is his own fault. Like none of this is on anybody. No one, everybody. Everybody that I talked to on Twitter, everybody that I follow, everybody that talks about the uh, basketball in any capacity was just like, hey, signing Westbrook is a bad idea. Trading for Russell Westbrook is a bad idea. No one thought it was a good idea besides LeBron James. And and, and I don't want to do this thing where I'm, uh, I'm piling on Russell Westbrook because there's obviously LeBron is still on the team. Anthony Davis is still on the team. There's other people that are on this team that haven't been playing up to their capabilities. But as far as roster construction goes, as far as being able to build the best team around your aging superstar, getting a point guard that can only score when he has the ball in his hands and can't shoot and can't really finish at the rim anymore is a bad idea for any for any team development especially for a team with LeBron James, who is still a player that needs the ball in his hands. And you have Anthony Davis, who still doesn't want to play the center position and wants to be a a shooting guard for some reason. Like adding someone like Russell Westbrook does not help anything. It doesn't help anybody. And it doesn't make your team better.
0: Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe 10 years ago, that would have been the move, but no,
1: there, there was there there was honestly, even Russell Westbrook at his peak doesn't work with LeBron James because it, it he needs the ball too much and he can't shoot. Like he's never been a good shooter. So having LeBron James a player that's going to get you the ball in open spaces, it's it's not helpful. Like LeBron's just gonna hit a wide open Russell Westbrook for him to shoot it off the side of the backboard? Like, no. <laughs>
0: I, I saw that one video, like I don't know if that was just like a super bad shot, but I hope he consistently doesn't shoot that bad. That that shot was disgusting. Like as a professional basketball player, you can't be that bad at shooting like a mid-range jumper where it ricochets off the side of it. like that's that's fucking horrible. Yeah. That's unacceptable. Like maybe he needs glasses or I don't know, but I hope that's not like a consistent thing. So
1: yeah, at some point, um, I talk. I was talking with someone about this as far as like, okay, so what do the Lakers do from here? Like, whose timeline are they on? And right now they're on LeBron's timeline because LeBron is still the best player. So when you go into the offseason, you still have to construct this team and almost do the things that LeBron wants you to do because Anthony Davis has proven that he cannot be the best player, at least on this team. Like, in, I don't know. Like, in New Orleans, he was able to be a number one and lead a team to a playoff and even win a, a first round series. He was able to do that. And in Los Angeles, he's just not that guy anymore. He just he hasn't been able to do it. And you know, when LeBron at this age is like still your best player, you have to do the things that he wants you to do, and you're you're at his you have to bend to his will at this point because what else are you going to do? Like unless he's unless he says to trade him, which I don't think he'll ever do. You're, you guys are stuck with him. You guys are stuck doing what he wants you to do. You got to build the team around him. You can't. You cannot build a team around Anthony Davis. You sure can't.
0: Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know what what they're gonna do. Um, as a Fakers fan, um, yeah. Good luck, man. Like I, I have zero expectations for this team. Um, LeBron's already focused on playing with Bronny at some point. Like he's not, he's not invested in this team. I, I don't think honestly. So.
1: Well, I mean, at this point, they need to stop putting the Lakers on national TV. Like they're they're on ABC at 8:30, and the Heat, and the Sixers are playing. Like in, I think they're playing in Philly, but it's not a national broadcasted game. Like that is a better game to put on. That's a more competitive game. The Heat are the number one seed. In the Eastern Conference and Philly's like number four, but they're playing well. Like the the Warriors are number two in the West, but the Lakers are number nine. They're the ninth seed. They're in the playing tournament. Why are they on a national televised game? Like you might as well just put the Kings on national TV too if you're going to do that. Like put the better teams on these primetime games. And, that's, and that's, the pro, that's one of the problems with the NBA when it comes to this. I don't want to say it's a LeBron thing, but... When you do things like this, it's hard for other people to be interested in other teams and other players and other storylines because there's no reason for the Lakers to be on primetime right now. The team is not good. They're not a championship-caliber team. They shouldn't be out, and they should, this shouldn't be the the premier game on tonight. There's probably at least three other games on that are better than this matchup. And because LeBron is LeBron still – they gotta put you know put the Lakers on, on prime time on a on a Saturday night.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's that's kind of a foul in the NBA for not really trying to invest in other stars, kind of putting other eggs in the LeBron James basket. So
1: I mean like the Heat Sixers game, that's a rivalry game. That's, that's a rivalry game. You got big names. You got James Harden, Joel Embiid, Jimmy Butler, Bam out Like those are big. Big name players, like they're obviously they're not as big as LeBron and Steph, but that's LeBron and Steph. But as far as teams go, this is a better storyline, and maybe maybe they're just milking this LeBron thing because they know they're not going to get that LeBron, you know, those LeBron numbers in the playoffs. Like he ain't gonna be there, and if he is there, he's gonna be there for one round and then he's out of here.
0: Well, and that's why they should be focusing on different fucking athletes. Uh, so dude should be on here soon, but we're probably going to (laughs) rap as soon as he gets on, but uh, let's talk about the combine for a quick second. So I purposely stayed off Twitter just because, again, it's a terrible place. Um, And then B, I follow a lot of Falcons fans, a lot of people from Atlanta, a lot of Bulldogs fans. So um, the draft, you know, a lot of Bulldogs are showing out, which, again, that's great. I'm not saying they can't be contributors to our team, but it's literally all the Bulldogs fans trying to, you know, validate themselves. Like, oh, we've been talking about getting dogs for years and gah, 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 gah. we need to draft at least. It's the same thing they say every year, except this year, it's actually kind of valid, but it's kind of, you know, making their heads a little bit big and making them a little bolder on the timeline with their nonsense. I'm just like, I don't, I don't have time for that dog. Like, Simulate me to uh, the draft. That's where I want to be at. Just get me to the draft. I don't care about the combine. Give me the free agency, give me to the draft. I still think that Cordero Patterson is not gonna be back with the Falcons. I said that months ago. Um, and then I also think Calvin Mills is gonna get traded. Uh, apparently, he tweeted out some stuff today, and that segment of Falcons Twitter went crazy. So I'm like, Oh, yeah, it's it's a lot of nonsense. Grady Jarrett also, somebody trying to bring into to his house. Like, I see why people don't want to be in Atlanta, man. <laughs> That's <what I> mean. <laughs> I guess he has some dogs at the house. Maybe the dogs intervened or something like that. I don't know, but Calvin really had his car stolen. This dude had his house broken too. Like It's just a lot going on, man, with the fan base in the city. So I, I definitely get – yeah, it's just toxic. That's all it is. It's just toxic everywhere.
1: I saw that uh, Calvin really tweeted that uh, football was life. Boy, boy, the comments under that. <laughs> the quote tweets around that tweet were insane. I was like, dog. So I'm not saying I'm not saying he can't tweet that stuff, but it's like some of these some of these fans need to relax. Like, come on, man.
0: They have no chill. So I guess that was a reference on from the show. Uh what's that show called? I've never watched. Uh, fuck. Yes, we are definitely on 10 with our preparedness. Nah, uh Ted Lasso. That's what it is. I guess that's a quote from Ted Lasso. And, you know, which is like a show about soccer. Um, Arthur Smith infamously used like that little Believe poster, which is also from Ted Lasso so at some point during the season. So I guess that's like their team mantras. I don't know. But, yeah, fans, he can't do anything. Like, he can't he, – everything has to be about football. You can't have mental health issues. Like, just stop. Please leave. Yeah,
1: it was, uh, like, it's Ryan. best
0: for you to leave at this point, Calvin. Like, God bless, man. Like, just Ryan. get
1: out here. Brian Finneran was the first one to respond to that tweet with the "Is it though?" I was like, "Come on, dog!" Like,
0: and then he got cooked. Like, relax.
1: You're Brian Finneran. Like,
0: Calvary was like, "I don't even know you, dog." Yeah.
1: It's like, come on, man. What are you doing for real, man? Like, relax, dog. Like, you're you're Brian Finneran. Like, just sit this one out. Are we gonna do the Are we doing the Kanye doc, or do we have to wait on another guy?
0: <laughs> Hold off my schedule. I gotta cook.
1: Oh my god, there's <laughs> always something.
0: Well, I mean, I told him to be on, I told him what time we were starting. I was like, Yo, dog, we might, fuck, we might have to push the next week. My batteries at 11. I need to move somewhere else. Um, Shit. god dang it. Hold on. Let me... This episode is... Oh my god!
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. This is hilarious.
0: Oh, here go free. Okay, I'm gonna I'm cuss free out. So I know like every time I see you go live on Twitch, every time I go check the link, like, it's gone. So it does, there's like no replay function on Twitch where I can kind of see your stream after the fact or
2: uh excuse the hair haircut week coming up but um okay (laughs) you gotta you gotta you gotta be able to express your freedoms but no uh that's up to me i gotta i gotta start recording them
0: that's kind of the point like you might as well like all so i guess we're gonna talk about content creation now because i think that's i think we'll save the easy shit for next week because i'm gonna do some more research but let's do content creation because that's that's kind of what we all do here i'm probably i'm probably to heavily edit this episode probably a little (laughs) some lazy but yeah so if you're doing twitch you might as well like go ahead and have that shit on youtube you know what i'm saying like that's kind of what i learned with the like doing the xbox stuff for ig so like i don't like tiktok but apparently tiktok is a place to get a lot of views so like i'll literally yeah i'll just take my shit from I'll take the exact same video from Instagram, just put on TikTok. People okay. be watching them apparently, but okay.
2: I gotta gotta uh I got a question. Like when you take videos, I know if you take something from Snapchat and put it on uh Instagram, it don't have the same quality. Like it might
0: well it'll... first of all hey who's using Snapchat still. I thought Snapchat was dead.
2: Uh you know, people in certain career fields.
0: Uh Nasty people. Maybe of them, 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 them <laughs> freaky dickies. <laughs> that's, that's,
2: that's, that's filthy. I mean,
0: I Instagram, they, they need to do better with their editing shit. Like, TikTok is so much more fluid with their editing capabilities. I'm pretty sure Instagram's gonna come around at some point and, like, steal all of their stuff, but, like, I have videos I've done on Instagram and then ones on TikTok, and it's like, you can do so much more with TikTok, so... Yeah, well oh, let me see. Just push to next week. Yeah, and then also too, like apparently the Twitter or the Instagram algorithm will, will punish people that have like the TikTok like watermark shit on their page. Cause you can't really like get away from it if you use TikTok. That's why I don't really use TikTok tock to edit videos but unless you're like already established then it doesn't matter but that's some fucking algorithm you shows. say
2: you say instagram do what what do you
0: so like for like non super famous people if you post TikTok tock videos on instagram they're gonna be like yo why are you using TikTok to make videos obviously because it's better but they want you to use their products like their filters their oh new- so with the algorithm allegedly if you do that you won't get as much like shot
2: so can you just like do the video straight up like uh on your camera roll and then send it to tiktok then send it to instagram
0: well the thing is you can't send the tiktok because as soon as you start adding stuff on tiktok it puts the tiktok logo on the corner oh damn so yeah (laughs) they it's strategic i get it but i mean Again, Instagram is going to eventually. You,
2: you got a joining games. they don't even know it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So
0: that's what I'm saying. I'll take videos from Instagram and put them on TikTok. Like, I don't really care about TikTok. I just put them there just so people so might So, what's your,
2: what's, your, what's your TikTok game looking like? Like, is that. It's trash. I
0: don't, I don't never get on that shit. Like, I just.
2: Oh, you just. Oh, so you only use it to edit the shit.
0: Well, I'll go on there just to kind of see some stuff. Cause, like, one thing that's cool about Instagram, or I'm sorry, TikTok, they don't do at least I don't know if they do it on Instagram, so they'll show like, yo, what music is trending, right? Yeah. So part of the algorithm with Instagram is like, yo, you got to find the songs that are trending and using in your videos. So like a lot of the music I'll use in my videos, I don't even like, I don't even know what these songs are, but if they're trending, you just put it in your video and it's supposed to get more views. So yeah. that's kind of the thing with that and like whatever the trending filters are, just like little little tidbits like that, but if i kind of want to get a beat on what is trending because like popular music is popular music so like on TikTok, it'll show you like hey these songs are going viral on TikTok. so sometimes i'll grab some now, of those, even speak, though grab speaking speaking
2: of that speaking of songs going viral on TikTok, what y'all think about i can't i can't quite put a i guess a stamp on it but i'm pretty sure it's a lot more artists out here making TikTok songs. Cause that soldier boy, she make it clap. He had to have damn you like, oh, this gotta be just for TikTok. Nobody riding around in their car listening. She make it clap.
1: There's a there's a couple of songs that I've heard go crazy on uh TikTok that I've never heard anywhere else. Like and I don't know the name of the song. And i don't know the artist like i don't know anything about the song except that little snippet and if i were to hear it then i would know it but it's just like i i, I have yet to be and maybe it's because i'm older but i have i haven't been exposed or put on to like new music like legitimately put on to new music from tiktok like i i'll be on tiktok a little bit but there's never been a moment where i'm like oh what song is this oh i'm gonna check this out i'm gonna go out and listen to it because i saw it on tiktok or like, that's not a thing that's happening
0: well, I think like this list is kind of weird because like the top TikTok viral song has been the same two songs for at least three weeks. So I don't know how accurate this is. One is a song called "Love You So" by the King Kong and Barbecue Show, and then the some theme music from Euphoria. So I see the one for Euphoria on Instagram. But I've never seen this other the King Kong and Barbecue Show shit anywhere else. So, but. I mean, it's just a place to get more data, get more information, like source ideas. Yeah. With kind of creation, man, like all you literally have to do is figure out what's kind of popping and just kind of recreate it. Or just find out what works and then kind of keep doing that. So it's, it's a lot of work. I'm not going to lie. Like, but. Not the idea part, just actually doing the videos and then making sure they look good and edit them, find the right hashtags.
2: Is that sh- is that shit that deep? Like you will lose followers if you don't post every day?
0: So I don't think you'll lose followers, but like once you get to a certain point from what I'm seeing, like it, once you're like famous, it's easier, but it's like there's always that pressure to escalate. Oh, like, yeah. You always got to be putting out something. You got to be better. That's that's where the hard part comes in is being consistent, right? So like, I do Halo and sneaker shit, right? Yeah. I'm not I'm not rich, right? I'm a regular dude. At some point, I'm going to run out of sneakers. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> or I got to keep buying sneakers to, to keep putting out content. Or I got to recycle content. Same with the gaming shit. In order to get content from Halo, I have to actually play Halo. And I actually have to, like, be good. Like, I actually get kills and shit like that. So, you're kind of yeah. always putting in work doing something. Like, I got, like... Shit, I got like five videos in the tuck right now, and I need to make some more, so I can just put them shits out during the week. But yeah, like I said, one thing I learned about Taxstone, free Taxstone. Well, actually, let's get him a trial because I think he hasn't had a trial yet. But he allegedly said he had like five people running his Twitter account, which I'm like,
1: that makes sense. So
0: if anybody out here wants to help run my Instagram account, DM me. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey. We could, someone can run this hey. Twitter account too.
2: Fiverr. Fiverr, just get on Fiverr.
0: I've been on Fiverr. No. man. I, I, I don't. Fiverr no promotion, but Fiverr. <laughs> I've been on Fiverr. They're cool for logos. I'm just saying, like, it's a hard thing to do because, like, you gotta like the there has to have the same tone. Like, if 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 there was a 18 year old white woman running my Instagram, you it had to look like I was doing it. So she couldn't be posting shit that she likes in music. It's got to sound the same. It's like, who, who are these
1: people? Yeah. So yeah. it's. I think and also when it comes to like content creation on other social media platforms, I feel like it's kind of the same way with the music industry, unless you're someone established, unless you're like a J Cole or Kendrick or Beyonce or Jay Z, like an artist who can actually just like go away and not feel the need to always be putting out music. I feel like that it's kind of like that when it comes to being a social media personality or being a content creator on, instagram or or tiktok or whatever like you have your core group of people that are like hey i'm here for you because i like you but as far as like someone that gets like a ton of views and has a lot of followers and is and you're on the upward trajectory you feel like you have to keep putting stuff out because you don't want to lose that momentum like it it doesn't take much for you to lose that momentum of gaining like followers and views at a pretty high rate and then i mean especially kind of the stuff that we're doing like or even the stuff that's, that Breeze is doing, there's there's a thousand people doing uh, stuff on shoes. There's a thousand people doing stuff on hips. So it's almost like if I'm not going to do it and if I don't keep up with what I'm doing, they'll find someone else and go to them instead. So I, I think that's kind of the, the fear that comes with uh, uh, creating content on, on these platforms.
0: Yeah, you also, that's a good point. You have to also figure out like, all right, cool, you have your niche. Like there's enough, there's enough uh, fish in the sea, I guess that's a weird analogy, but there's enough people out here for everybody have a pocket. So even if other people want to put out sneaker stuff, some people might, you know, just like how I get down or like, like my stuff on there for whatever reason. But yeah, you are right. I mean, cause again, there's, I follow shit. I got like, I follow almost 300 people. A lot of them are gaming people. So we all do Halo stuff. But again, I got to find different ways to make my video stand out as far as like the editing and stuff like that. So I'm really getting heavy into the editing thing, but that takes time. So, yeah, I could put out three videos a day, but they'd be trash or I could take my time and try to put out like better edited videos. So like the time I put out where I edit something to put it out, I get more, I guess. So I'm not wasting a video like it's not a wasted shot. Like, I'm putting it out there. It's good quality work. If somebody sees
2: a wasted it. A thumb scroll, You know, that, that, that swipe, exactly. you know, that's critical. Yeah,
0: I'll
1: you know, yeah, Always my fucking
2: swipe. Like swipe. <laughs> as, as,
1: as someone that, that runs multiple uh, Twitter accounts, it's a thing where, like, for my own personal Twitter account, I don't have a problem just shooting off a tweet. Like, just whatever. I'll throw any. I, I'm, I'm, you know, Russell Westbrook. I'm shooting 30 times on Twitter a day. Like, I'm putting up all my shots, good or bad, getting all these tweets i don't care if you get likes or retweets or anything but i'm going to tweet whatever i want to for the other accounts that i that i run that aren't you know affiliated with what i do and and all that stuff i kind of take my time with those tweets because i'm like okay well i want this platform to grow i want this you know brand to get recognition so i almost i have to think and like kind of be like okay is this tweet going to get some kind of interaction is this tweet I need these tweets to get some retweets, and I need interaction so mm-hmm. the, the followers grow and get more interaction and get more, you know, whatever to the to this to this particular uh, brand or or whatever. It's 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 different. It's, it's a different mindset when you're just like when you're actively tweeting to get engagement and followers for that page, as opposed to just tweeting whatever you want. Like I, it's it's two different ways of doing things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think right now, I think I'm doing a pretty good job on those those other accounts.
0: Let's see, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven videos in my drafts right now. So, and I need I need to make like at least four more, maybe five more, ten more, a hundred more. So, but yeah, it's uh, it's definitely an art, you know what I'm saying? hundred more. <laughs> a thousand more. <clears throat> Definitely uh, So what's your what's your what's your what's your what's your goal? Uh, you know, I haven't I haven't like, said that yet. Like no, numbers-wise, like um, you want a lot of followers or you
2: want like to be able to get paid to play or what?
0: So, I that is I guess that's my end goal. Like I said, I got a 5-year plan um to, you know, hopefully, you know, get some sponsorship, you know, for the podcast and just for the Instagram. Cuz there's people that will sponsor you like to play games like so like I'd
2: be on Twitch like every every time I get on Madden I turn my broadcast on because because one of my friends he um, uh, he just played Call of Duty and he have like 10 people I think um Mike like Max watching him play but he say he get like a a hundred dollar check a month just from that and he just be on there just fucking off
0: and that's that's the thing, like, and you know, well, you know, yeah. the white people be out here making millions of dollars, like playing games, shit like that. Like, there's there's a there's a piece of the pie for everybody. The thing is, is that we have to support each other's content, we have to share it, we have to engage with it. Like, it's it's kind of the matrix, right? You got to work the algorithm. So, if you see a post like that I put yeah. out, like it and then comment right like it comment and share because that's how the how you manipulate the algorithm so um, but my yeah. number one least
2: interactive social media is instagram <laughs> i don't know i i can barely i don't know how to work it like that like if i want to post something it'd probably take me a few minutes
0: <laughs> Oh no, I'm i'm in the matrix i like so, i mean i'm at the point now where if i'm just like sitting, i don't know what it is if i'm watching tv or if i'm like if shit even if I'm at work if I got a couple seconds I'll just start editing shit like chopping shit up or whatever I just don't like recording videos because I I don't really have like i record them shit on my rug and my rug is ugly as shit um I need to buy my cool like Supreme rug or some shit and do my shoes on but again I'm I got I'll figure it out but yeah, it's it's just one of those things you got to keep putting in the work. You know what I'm saying? You got to. Oh yeah,
2: them. that's the that's the uh what they call them people, the uh, uh hype beast. That's the hype beast culture. The Supreme guys.
0: Yeah, I I can't I can't justify that. Like, I'm not paying a hundred dollars for a t-shirt. Yeah,
2: they uh it's not gonna happen. Maybe a hundred dollars for a t-shirt. How about like fifty fifty dollars for a lighter, some shit like that.
0: Oh yeah, we're not. on that. <laughs> Just because it got
2: Supreme on it.
0: Yeah. So I think uh, let's see. You know, maybe we should announce my my goal by the end of the year, right? So I think by uh, I guess by the end of the year, by Christmas time, my goal is to have. And the thing is, with goals, you wanna you don't wanna undersell yourself. You wanna make it realistic. Oh shit, my body's right here. Are we, Are we joined? Yes. We finally Fine. joined.
2: Yo, <laughs> yo, yo,
3: yo, yo. Oh, my God. What's happening? What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing, man?
0: We good. We, we talking a little bit of content creation right now. Okay, uh, cool. Just talking about, I mean, you as an artist and a YouTuber, I know you understand. Like, What's up, the, Hamadi? The, 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 the struggle. Freeski!
2: Man, Yeah. <laughs>
0: It, it is. One a, it of, is a.
3: It's a constant grind, man. You know, it. You can't take no days off if you really want to. You really got that dream. You gotta. You gotta work towards that every day. Everything you do, for real.
0: Yeah, and we just talk about like yo, especially black people, man. Like we gotta definitely support each other. Like I said, that's part of the reason we have the podcast. So we can link up with people. You know what I'm saying? Network or whatever. But. It's it's almost easier like for white people just because there's more of them, like just volume wise, mm-hmm. like hey, you know, I like the whack video they did of them dancing, so I'm just gonna like it as opposed to the black folks. It's like, yeah, there's not that many of us and your shit is whack, so we're not gonna support it. So yeah. um, it's just one of those things we just gotta, you know, what I'm saying network support each other and keep grinding. So I mean as far you as know, black history,
3: people
0: oh go ahead. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Nah, I think for my Instagram goal for the year, at the end of the year by December, I want like two thousand followers. There we go. it yeah. that's, that's a that's it's a big number, but I, 2, I've been 000. doing a good. Group, it know? really
2: ain't. It really is not. It, it really is not.
0: <laughs> I mean, you just got to go viral one time. So I gotta. That's all yeah, it take. yeah, gotta work that. And I, I think the one thing I probably start doing more is like the videos that I got the most views on on Reels is me doing um. Was it the remix the reels where you like do the side by side joint? So all oh, the reaction right.
2: videos. Hey, the reaction videos go stupid too now. That's what you that's what you can turn your uh your shoe uh thing into. Like if you run out of if you run out of stuff with that, oh you
0: can, uh, I already start I already recycled my own shit. I, I might start doing that too. So like I posted a video and then I just reviewed my own shit, just as like, all right, well, I give my own commentary on my own shit, and it's, it still did pretty good. So that's Word. that's probably where i'm gonna go to in in between in between times to get some stuff some rolling out stuff stuff but it's
3: to stay consistent
0: yeah consistency is the key that's like with our podcast we're probably we we're we're probably the most consistent podcast like period i i, I can Word. boldly say it. we're we're out here rain sleet shine snow you know hey, i
2: can i can i can vouch for that
0: yeah we we be out here in the streets but what
2: just number i mean, y'all on?
0: I don't even know Doc. It's 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 up there, but oh, let's give I it a you had the quick... Joe
2: Rogan count.
0: <laughs> oh no, nah, we ain't doing ain't that hard. Yet. We're getting there though. But let's let's give somebody some shine real quick. I, I definitely wanna have you on next week once we can get our, our Oh, yeah. That's that's kinda I yeah mean, I, I should explain it better, but you know, it is what it is. But um just let, let people know where we can uh, we can find you at. I actually got your YouTube up right now. Let's Word. let's get the the people some tunes. I like the the song "Keep a Player." Hold uh, on, word
3: word. Oh yeah, I appreciate that,
0: man. Yeah, like I said, if you email me the audio, I'm gonna I'm add it to the, the intro music. So definitely go follow my YouTube.
3: I no favor from no nigga. Mm-hmm. I just I just kick a flavor. Then I hear the niggas lying and they rap. just to hit it from the back. They screaming, I'm out of me. Put my city on the top. Hey, hey. Keep it clear. Hey. Gotta keep it clear. Hey. Keep it clear. Hey. Gotta keep it clear. Hey. Keep it clear. Hey. I just keep it clear. Hey. Moment of silence. Hey. My haters need some prayer. I will not text her when I'm in the city. Oh. She see me post a pic, they hit me like I'm giving. Yeah. Yeah. The way she scream my name when I'm in.
0: So... I like the video, I like the song. It's actually it kind of rise a little bit. So like what was kind of so do you hmm, do you have like a production team? Do you make your own tracks? Do you make your own videos? Like do you do your own editing? Like what, what's the, the team looking like for you
1: sorry? He's he muted himself. Oh yeah, you're muted.
3: I have a I do have a go-to producer. Um it's so my boy. Shout out to Cab. Uh, he in South Carolina. I think he live in Georgia now. He live in Atlanta. But um, you from South Carolina. Um, he pretty he he pretty much mixes every song. Uh, he also makes a lot of the beats too. Um, but I do I do get songs from different uh, different resources, different people. Um, that I that I know or come in contact with. I'm, I'm out here in Cali, so I met a couple uh, guys out here that's making some good good beats and stuff. So I've been working with them um, as far as the editing and the videos uh, for out here because I'm kind of I'm kind of new on the scene. I don't I haven't met everybody, so I'm I'm working with people out that I meet through networking, you know, and uh, and giving it a shot. Um, I had this guy edit the Keep It Player video this young kid man he's probably he was he was probably still in high school he sent it back to me in like 2 days or, or maybe a day and i was i was really blown away i didn't uh by by uh the amount of transitions that he had in the video it was like i, I didn't expect it the the video shoot itself was pretty random on the spot um i was i was doing a film for another production and the director had some time to kill and it was like you got something you want to do I'm like let's let's shoot a video real quick <laughs> so so that's how that came about and uh we just we just put it together where we were where we were filming it so uh it just it just happened very very spur of the moment like spontaneous that was that was a a, a 20 minute shooting done type of thing you know oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it's
2: crazy.
0: Yeah, that's also free is like, I'm starting to get into like editing my little IG videos. And it's, it's a lot of work that comes into editing, like a 15 second clip and to do an entire video is, that's very impressive with with the young dude that did it. And that's, that's another, that's another cheat code, man. Like you got to link up with these young cats, these young cats be knowing shit, dog. Like they, they try to do some of this stuff. I'm like, yo, y'all are very proficient if you if
3: if you think about it man these these young kids they got a lot of free time you know they not they not having to go to work every day so if it's something that he really want to do he can put his time into into growing that craft for him you know longer you keep your hands on something the better you gonna get the faster you gonna get so that's that's really that's really a jewel man i found him on accident too on instagram
1: so did you did you move out? You said you moved out to L.A.? Or yeah. Did you move out there for music?
3: Yeah. I moved out here for music. Um, so, you know, I was I, I'm i from Georgia, but I was living in South Carolina. Uh, I pretty much grew up there the majority of my life. I was working, corporate job, you know, making decent money, still doing music the whole time. But I just felt like I didn't get the access, the amount of access that that I that I needed, you know, or or uh just to be able to make things work in a in a in a quicker manner. But I feel like out here in in the year that I've been out here, I've done ten times the amount of things I was able to get done still
1: being in South Carolina, you know? Yeah, that, that was gonna be my I guess my next question as to especially in an artist that's already in the South like most people go to Atlanta and that, that would, that was going to be my next, like, well, why not go to Atlanta? Why go all the way to LA for, for music, considering how, how Atlanta is viewed right now for the, for the rap scene. It just seems like a lot of people from like, you know, big Crick came from, I think it was Crick came from Mississippi to Atlanta. And I believe uh, Ray Shremert came from Alabama to Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, There's Yeah. Come from other Southern states that just like, all right, well, I'm just going to just go to Atlanta because that's, where the, the hotbed of hip hop is right now. And then you to for you to go all the way to LA, which is like a totally different coast, like the sound that there is, like West Coast music is a totally different sound from from what you know people are doing in Atlanta and in the South. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's
3: what gave me the advantage out here though. Cause I don't, I bring a completely different sound, completely different energy. Uh, as far as a lot of artists that I've met around here or producers that I've met around here, you know, uh it's easier it's easier to get out of the box and 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 keep an open mind when you when you working with what you're not used to and that was that was what i wanted that was why i chose not to go to atlanta it was it's, it's a lot easier to stay in my comfort zone plus with all the success that does come out of atlanta it's it's really oversaturated but if i come to la i control the
1: dynamic you probably tend to at least a little, like, like blend in a little bit more, maybe. Like I, I, yeah, I, I need yeah, yeah. to listen to the song again. I only I listened to it like real quick before we came on, so I didn't yeah. get a chance to really like listen right. to it. But uh, yeah, I mean, like, I kind of, I don't want to say it's like a bad idea, but sometimes it's like, does everybody have to go to Atlanta? You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right, right. Like, That's like, what hot. That's what people want to go. go. I think sometimes when you get to Atlanta, it is it's probably easier to get uh, lost in that shuffle because there's so many people there, so many people putting out music, and then there's you know for the most part a lot of people the same the same (laughs) style of music. So it's like right, why not go to like I know in the West Coast it's a you know you can you can't for the I don't want to say for the most part all Atlanta artists sound the same. But you compare like an artist from like Compton or Oakland. Mm Any other uh, area in California, they all have their own different styles and sounds, and I don't yeah. know like that in Atlanta anymore. Where now it's just becoming the same thing where people, everybody sounds like little baby now. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's and that's, I think, that's
2: crazy. Cause I, well, hold on, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was in uh, Atlanta for Fourth of July weekend last year. Uh, went to this spot, my homeboy closed up Ice Ice Bar Lounge. So, oh yeah. We in, we in there chilling, you know, whatever, and, like, we got a section. then It's probably, I don't know, 30, 2 o'clock in the morning. This whole the section across from us, like, it's probably, like, 10, 15, 10, 15 little, little, little young, young niggas. So <laughs> they all get up, and the dude got up there and and he sound just like a little baby. That was crazy to me because the last time I was in Atlanta, I was at another club, and an artist came up, sound just like Young Thug. So it was like <laughs> the top. You thong. know, <laughs> you know, Lil Wayne said in a in an
3: interview, uh, "Why why would I sign a nigga that sound like me? I'm already me. I don't need another me. Mm-hmm. We need the, we need the next thing, you know." So. I think atlanta is a is a real popular place of mimicking the sound that's hot right now when amigos came out everybody wanted to rap like it
2: yeah they actually they got some kind of little they it's something they call that little flow they got It's a name for it i seen it on uh youtube one day
1: double time flow but i think that might be it yeah well, I think I think as an artist, I think what well, I'm, I'm, this is coming from someone that doesn't rap. Does is I'm not any kind of in like any music business, but it's just it's like funny. if you're yeah, if you're going somewhere to establish yourself as a, as a rapper, I think Atlanta is a bad place to be. I think once you already have like oh a yeah, and you have your own sound and your own style, then it's like all right, I'm gonna take the base that I have and my own like I have a foundation and I can take it to Atlanta because it just seems like once you're if you're like brand new at the bottom and you're coming to Atlanta, it's almost like you're going to get ignored if you don't have anything coming with you. If you don't have a fan base that's going to come to your shows or listen to your music. They're just like, well, why am I going to try something new that might not work when I know yeah. that it's this future imitator yeah. is going to you know, sell out my club? This guy that sounds like Young Thug is going to sell out my clubs or, or going to get spins at my radio station like that. And, it, and, and, it, and It's lazy, honestly. Like It's the music industry is kind of getting to the point where, and I understand it, where they just care about okay, which artist in which sound is going to garner the most money for myself, for my label, for my radio, scene, that, for my club. That and just started though. Like that, you don't, no, Dan, <laughs> no, Dan. That's cool. Ti
2: Ti had somebody uh had somebody sound like him.
1: Gucci Ti sound like Gucci. Now, gucci's different gucci will go out there and find something new like gucci's of one of yeah. the it's easy gucci is like uh one of the better um like i'm saying this wasn't happening in oh
2: three four that's what i'm saying it wasn't happening then that i know
1: of it is easier now with just like the advent yeah. uh soundcloud oh yeah and social media like we didn't have all that stuff back then as far as it wasn't as accessible now it's just like literally anybody could get on youtube or on TikTok, and make and go viral uh, one time, and go viral one time and all of a sudden they're like they're on something and like for example and i've been i've been talking about this for a little while um armoretta the girl that did the uh sorry not sorry song that this is not, this a, is
2: not atlanta. Like, that's not atlanta
1: yeah so she <laughs> uh, i don't know i don't know how long she's been rapping for but she's like i listen to the song she's a good rapper but it didn't oh, yeah. seem like it didn't seem like she was getting the attention she needed until she did that one song, and then she got all these people talking about her. I looked at her video; her video's got three point five million views on it. I listened to yeah. the Rap Life podcast with like Ebro and Lowkey and uh, uh, Nadesca. They brought up mm-hmm. her song. Uh, um, listening uh, to Alatto got on a remix of that song, and now she's. <laughs> she didn't even filming. She
2: ain't even filming film the video. She at the Brave Stadium.
1: Yeah, but you know now her song is big now
2: she is blowing up, but that's that's all, I know. I'm just saying is. this, this I, that's just my hatred towards the song. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I I really think the song sounds good. I'm just questioning if funny, I'm
2: actually funny, from Atlanta. Man.
3: I don't know if I'm from Atlanta anymore. That's the that's the key. I mean <laughs> I'm confused about
2: my my childhood. I'm I don't know. I, I don't know. I think she had a beef with somebody, and she just made that to diss them, and then it just blew up way more.
0: Yeah, because Atlanta people—that's what toxic. I think. That's all that is. People in Georgia are toxic. That's why that song's popular. So it should have been oh, like Jesus. "I love Atlanta." Oh That's yeah, you, oh yeah. Keep be that shit going.
2: It's a—you know what? It's—it's
3: it's been a hundred uh, anthems from Atlanta that 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 big up uh, Atlanta all together, and then this is the first
1: one that <laughs> say y'all ain't really from everyone. here. <laughs> yeah, so they, sometimes, said, sometimes you got to do that. You got to do something different. Yeah, That's yeah. Different.
0: That's not different for Atlanta people. If you're in Atlanta Twitter, you know it's just a toxic. As guy.
1: a rapper, as a rapper.
0: Okay, well, whatever. The beat
3: hard. Shit. I give her that. The beat is hard as hell.
1: She, she, Whoever she, made she, that beat? She did what she had to do. She got. She, she got did. She she, and she did. Process. And she got a she lot did. of. She, she got a lot of hate, but at the end of the day, she got a Hey, lot all of that shit, shit worked. Oh, that is working. It, it, but but
2: where, where, where can she perform that song though?
1: Probably like in Florida, in Atlanta.
2: <laughs> I was about Atlanta. To say, it's gonna be. It's gonna, it be, be it's gonna be that big It's gonna be Atlanta and fucking Rolling Loud Miami. That's it. Atlanta adjacent.
1: <laughs> greater <laughs> Greater Atlanta. Doors have opened for her. Like doors I mean, have
2: but are now. She might open. come out with something. She might come out with something next, it's like even harder than that. It ain't got shit to do with Atlanta.
1: She had, a she had a freestyle that came out that has like 35,000 views. It's it's really good. She's got a really good freestyle out. And she's, she, she's, like, she's taking that it. She's taking advantage of this moment. That that's, that's all you can do. Like yeah. you gotta try to yeah. get as many eyes on Yeah, you, you can't strike while the iron's hot. Ride
3: that way. You gotta yeah. be ready. Yeah, hit the
0: backboard. Definitely, definitely, definitely. So yeah, so we, we definitely kind of went out bunch of different tangents but yeah we'll definitely get you on next week and go over the whole Jesus or Genius uh, documentary it's, it's really good <laughs> I had some opinions on the last episode but um yeah you guys got any shout outs for the rap you said what you got any shout outs
2: um no nah, just to keep that same energy podcast you know what I'm saying the Twitter demons.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've, been, I've, been laying, I've been laying low on Twitter. I haven't been, I've been chilling dog, but Twitter. Hey, I see you,
2: yeah. I see you uh did you like my Twitter, repost my shit from the Kodak Black song? <laughs> so you uh, on that man. you on that yak time.
0: Hey man, the Project Baby. <laughs> like, he got some, uh, on his, ah, shit, he got some on his album. Like he gets a lot of it might be my guilty pleasure listening to Kodak Black. What's
3: in your rotation right now?
0: Um, What I just listened to, I finished listening to that Cool Kids album, which is really good. Really, really good. Um, so, like I said, my issue is I use like three different apps depending on where I'm at. So if I'm playing Xbox, I use Spotify. If I'm not playing Xbox, I use Tidal because they don't have an app where I can Fucking game to do that shit, but uh, mm-hmm. cool kids. I've recently listened to that Dope Don't Sell Itself, Two Change. Um, yes. G, with it without you, he's from uh, Somerville. <laughs> Young kid, very good. Uh, I listened to that big crit. It started out strong, but the end was kind of boring to me. i checked no,
3: I, I mm-hmm. absolutely agree with that. And crit let me down like the last wow. two albums. Relax, I, I ain't that even checked it did. out.
0: Yeah, um, um, went back to Vince Staples, Vince Staples, Kodak Black. Yeah,
1: that's
0: that's what it's been right now. So nothing crazy, but yeah, I'm not listening. No the baby project under any circumstance.
3: Y'all, <laughs> y'all
0: y'all follow herb Gang. I saw I ain't got to that yet, but it's it's on the list. But I've been worried, that, word,
3: that is, is, shit. They got something
0: new. That needs to be at the top, yeah.
3: List. Yes, 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 yes.
2: Okay, I'm about to check it out. then. they got the energy.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely. Check that out.
2: <laughs> Crit don't miss. Crit
3: don't you, miss.
0: Mostly going crazy out here. But hey,
3: it's it's a it's a couple of joints on there that I like, but overall, man, I don't, <laughs> I was just I don't know. I mean, I played it through. I played it through twice back to back, and I was like, I got mm-hmm. like, I got like two good songs that I can listen to if it come on shuffle. After yeah. that. Yeah. and i mean i seen bro i seen, i paid to go see crit live twice on the same album when he dropped catalactica you know what i'm saying and that that shit had me in a chokehold but
0: this ain't mm-hmm. that yeah Lack, Lack* was probably my favorite song on that album with uh, asap ferg but uh shit, i ain't got no shout out shout out to all the instagram people that's that's about it probably go in here and jump on this xbox here soon maybe or i might keep watching the wire i don't know i'm being a degenerate right now so not very productive at the moment but it is what it is uh marcus you got any shout outs
1: man shout out to russell westbrook that man's getting guarded by centers now so it's pretty much a wrap for him now i'm glad he's getting his money <laughs> hey chill up <laughs> <laughs> this is an anti, anti Lakers.
2: Lakers playing the podcast. I'm just
1: saying, man, they got a center guard garden that man. I thought did y'all you
2: know, had Christian principles
1: here. They that man
2: Tony Allen the
0: treatment. Yeah, so, but anywho, I guess we'll, we'll get on up out of here. Definitely subscribe to Apple Podcast, YouTube, wherever you do your podcasting activities. Uh, it's free ninety nine. Definitely drop a like subscription. Oh, uh, Tech, do you have any closing words?
3: <laughs> yeah, sorry, my computer's been acting up. Um, no, I don't have any closing words. Uh, check out that new quote at Black. It do slide, you know, like they say. Uh, thank y'all for
0: coming on. Uh, sorry, I was late. <laughs> I had to work. I apologize. Shout out to And <laughs> yeah, hey, I appreciate y'all. You don't get any shout-outs free. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Damn! We got something on uh,
0: Happy Happy Women's History buff. We definitely have ignored that. We'll We'll bring up something next week. Uh, I'm, hey, I'm like, gonna like out, out. I'm, I'm gonna say, say shout
2: out, out to you know who. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs>